Squiz Kids acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands on which we podcast, the Turrbal and Gadigal people. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to this special episode of Squiz Kids Q&A, the second in two sponsored episodes, proudly brought to you by our friends at Visit Canberra. Today, I'm going to be talking to Russell Jackson from Canberra's National Zoo and Aquarium. Now, I reckon Russell has one of the best jobs in the world. He gets to hang out with amazing animals every day. Let's now welcome Russell to Squiz Kids and find out what makes the zoo in our nation's capital worth a visit. Russell Jackson, welcome to Squeeze Kids. Thank you very much, Bryce. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Russell, can you start off by telling us how you came to work in a zoo? Yes, uh, probably like many kids, I was fascinated with animals as a youngster and I remember vividly going to zoos with my grandparents and parents, uh, watching all the David Attenborough documentaries I could I could get my fill of, yeah. um, choosing all my favourite animals. And so I knew at some point in my life I'd want to work with animals. And here I am about 17 years later. Amazing. Now let's talk your morning or daily routine. Where do you start your day and what does it look like most days? Yeah, well, the thing about working in zoos is no two days are the same, which is part of the attraction. So be it to do with animals or the people or the managing of the zoo, there's always something different happening. And of course, the weather predicts that as well. So start um, our day by coming in and making sure everything everything's safe and sound. And, and in the night time, we've got a, a wildlife lodge here too. So we always have people in around the zoo and making sure that that's all fine. And up and running and to make sure the animals are where they should be and the people are where they should be uh, and then it, and then it gets into the boring stuff which is checking emails and, <laughs> and reading the news and that type of thing but look it's such a unique environment that there's always something different happening so like I said no two days are the same. So I had visions that you would start your day wrestling with lions or <laughs> hanging with hippos, but that's not always the case. Not always the case, but sometimes you can have some morning tea next to some monkeys or uh, a cup of coffee next to a bear, that's for sure. So there's always some awesome uh, company at the zoo, no matter what you're doing. I can imagine. Now, can you just explain the important role in conservation that zoos like the National Zoo and Aquarium play? Yeah, absolutely. We, we think they're very, very um, valuable to, to conservation efforts, particularly in the education space and particularly to young people about teaching them about what's out there in the wild and the, and the dangers and unfortunately the um, the terrible loss of different species um, that we face on our planet. Uh, and one way to do that is to, to teach through schools and through books and movies and documentaries, like I said, but another way and probably we feel the best way is to get some kids and, and people up close and personal with some animals, get them studying them face to face almost and even getting some contact with them when they want it to be able to leave an impression on them that how important how magnificent these animals are and why it's so important that we protect them in the wild and so we say that zoos are around uh, these days is to, to preserve to conserve and to educate our youngsters and yeah if, uh, if anyone's been to a zoo out there they'll know how cool it is and how cool the animals are and why it's so important for us to protect them in the wild. And you just mentioned that the National Zoo and Aquarium have lots of really cool programs which allow kids to get up close and personal with animals, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. So we're well known for our tours and encounters. You can come in and pat a cheetah or you can feed a lion or a tiger. You can have a snake around your neck, even some owl interactions. So there's plenty to do, yeah, many, many experiences. And we always allow the animals the right to say walk away if they want to. So they only participate if they want to participate. And most of the time they do because they love meeting people as much as the people love meeting them. Yeah, I can imagine. Now, I know you can't pick favourites, but... 
If you had a favourite animal at the zoo or an enclosure in which you could spend all day, which would it be? Oh, now that is a tough one, Bryce. And like you say, I'm not allowed to have favourites. And it actually is very hard to because we have different species, but we also have different individuals in those species. So right. even with our um, people might think that a Barbary sheep sounds pretty unexciting, but they're chock full of personality. And within their group, they're all different. So right. um, even those guys I'd love to spend time with. There's not an animal here that I wouldn't uh, want to spend time with. So to be honest, there's not one enclosure I'd want to be at. I want to be in them all, all the time. <laughs> Very diplomatic of you. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the special zookation programs that you run in the school holidays. Yeah, so we have our, our, our zookation program, like you said, Bryce, and it's very, very popular. Um, we cater for all different age kids and they come in and they um, do different things, learning about obviously conservation, like we said, and doing different art and craft activities, but they also get to go around and have some interaction with some animals. They get to feed some, they get to study them and um, view them for periods of time. We have little movie sessions. It's a really, really popular the program mm. uh, and something that we have our members kids come to time and time again and it's unique is it not as the only zoo in australia to also feature an aquarium well for the inland so there is some other zoos like sydney zoo that has it but we're in canberra which is a fair way away from the sea so we're pretty unique in that we have a saltwater aquarium inland um, which means wow. we have to literally truck some salt water in from the coast to yep. make sure that all our saltwater fishy friends are happy uh, yep. and heat the water up to their their um, required tropical temperatures so it's mm -hmm. a fair bit of work and pretty unique uh, worldwide and certainly in australia for an aquarium to be this far inland so we're pretty lucky that we have yeah the zoo the wildlife lodge and the aquarium all in one place which means it's a full day out for families and, and kids amazing and what sorts of animals can we find in the aquarium there Oh, we've got all sorts. So upstairs we have our tropical fish tanks. We've got some sharks up there, some leopard sharks, some black tip reef sharks. We have a touching pool where kids can learn about shark eggs and different shells. We have our um, seahorse tank, which is fascinating to watch. And then downstairs yeah. we've got all the cool reptiles, large reticulated pythons that are as long as you could possibly get. We've got huge barramundi fish, frogs, all sorts. So there's something for everybody to see, enjoy, and then sometimes be scared of, I guess. <laughs> now, speaking of being scared of, I'm not much of a one for snakes, I have to say. Do you like snakes? I love snakes. There's yeah. a lot of people, yeah, and what I like more is even educating people who hate snakes about why you should love them. And usually, once they've got up close and personal with one and actually touched one and got to know that they're not scary, they're just there to hang out and they don't particularly care about you if you don't stress them out, then um, I love seeing that when people change their perceptions on, on the animals such as snakes, which is really cool. Do snakes have personalities? You're talking about the sheep, the Barbary sheep that have personalities. Yep. Do, do snakes have personalities? They sure do. Do they? There's some cranky ones. There's oh. some chilled ones. There's some excited ones. There's everything in between. So, <laughs> yep, no, absolutely. Pretty much any animal has a bit of a personality. You just need to work out how you find it and what you need to observe to learn about it. Amazing. Now, I also understand there are some weird and wonderful friendships at the zoo. Um, who in the zoo has the most unlikely friendship? Well, we um, we had once uh, a baby cheetah called Solo, who unusually was born by himself. Usually cheetahs are born in about four or five, a litter of four or five. And normally in the wild, mum doesn't have enough milk to produce, or they stop producing milk if it's only one cub. So we had to intervene um, mm. because that's what happens in captivity too. The mum stops producing milk, so yep. he didn't have anything to drink. So our keepers went and hand-raised him. Now that's all great until the part where he needs a playmate to get on with. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard 
hard to find any other just cheetah lying around, but what you can do is find a dog. And so we did that. Um, and Zama uh, was brought in to keep uh, Solo occupied and become the best of buds. And they did so. So she came about the same age as he was, about six to eight weeks. And they were best buds all the way up to they were about two years old. And wow. what happens about two years old, particularly for male cheetahs, they just want to be cats, go and sit around and laze around. Zama, being a border collie cross um, Belgian Malinois dog, had loads of energy, didn't want to sit under a tree and do nothing, wanted to run around. So it was time for them to go their separate ways. And um, in fact, Zama lives with me. Uh, as a domesticated dog now, she has other doggy friends and Solo's doing typical cat Solo things, which is just sitting around under trees. <laughs> Big cat and a dog. It does sound like an unlikely friendship. Yeah, it is. Russell, thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful to chat to you and learn all about the wonderful things that people can do when they come down to visit the National Zoo and Aquarium. Likewise, Bryce, we'd love to have all of your listeners come down and see our wonderful animal collection and even stay overnight if they want to at the Jamala Wildlife Lodge. It sounds pretty amazing. And at the Jamala Wildlife Lodge, you can actually, um, there are windows, I believe, that look out into enclosures. And so you yes. could be sharing your sleeping space with some lions or lions tigers sun bears cheetahs Whoa. and even our giraffe tree houses where you get to have a giraffe walking up and down your balcony in the morning and in the evening so no matter where you stay at jamala it's pretty cool very much worth checking out so you could get up out of your bed and go to the balcony and feed a giraffe in the morning exactly right they'll be peering oh. in wondering what time you're going to get up can you hear that that's me packing my bags i'm on my way <laughs> love to have you bros thanks so much for your time it's been great to chat so how about that I didn't know there was such an expansive zoo in Canberra with so many different animals there too. Imagine waking up in Jamala Lodge to have a giraffe poking its head in your window. If you're keen to learn more about the National Zoo and Aquarium, check out nationalzoo.com.au. I've stuck that link in today's episode notes, where you'll also find a link to Visit Canberra, where they've given Squiz Kids a list of things that you can pester mum and dad to do if you happen to find yourself in Canberra. Like feeling the force of an earthquake at Questacon, getting your nature on at the Arboretum, or visiting Australia's largest collection of Harry Potter merchandise at the one-stop wizard shop, Quizzic Alley. How much fun does that sound? Well, that's all we have time for. I hope you've enjoyed this little walk on the wild side at the National Zoo and Aquarium. Thanks again to our friends at Visit Canberra for making this chat possible. And don't forget to get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Hold up. 